in the in the book of Malachi, uh, there there's a uh, a basic outline, if you will, and uh, uh, there 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 are seven divisions, and in chapter one and verse two, uh, they say, "How have we? How have you loved us?" In chapter one and verse six. How have we despised your name? Chapter 1 and verse 7, how have we polluted you? Chapter 2 and verse 17, how have we wearied you? Chapter 3 and verse 7, how shall we return? Chapter 3 and verse 8, how have we robbed you? And now chapter 3 and verse 13, how have we spoken against you? What bad attitude, they're saying. What bad, us? Bad attitude? Hmm. So turn with me to Malachi chapter 3. We're, we'll be reading verses 13 through 18. Malachi 3, 13 through 18. Your words have been hard against me, says the Lord. But you say, how have we spoken against you? You have said it is vain to serve God. What is the profit of our keeping his charge or of walking as in mourning before the Lord of hosts? And now we call the arrogant blessed. Evildoers not only prosper, but they put God to the test and they escape. Then those who feared the Lord spoke with one another. The Lord paid attention and heard to them, and a book of remembrance was written before him of those who feared the Lord and esteemed his name. They shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts, in the day when I make up my treasured possession, and I will spare them as a man spares his son who serves him. Then once more you shall see the distinction between the righteous and the wicked between one who serves God and one who does not serve him. Hard words. You know, it's out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. And, and when we recount these seven times that they, that, that they say, who, us, moi? How have we done that? You remember last week I talked about how Malachi is God's prosecuting attorney. He has uh, come before them and he shares with them God's uh, just, uh, his, his accusation. Uh, and and, uh, uh, and, and they, they deny it every time. Not guilty. Not guilty. Who, me? No. Uh, this hardness. And, and you know, in, in Malachi chapter 3, uh, verses 11 and 12, if we go back there, that's just before this passage I just read. He, he, he says, if you'll pay your tithe, if you'll just turn around and do it right, 
He says, I rebuke the devourer for you so that it will not destroy the fruits of your soil and your vine in the field shall not fail to bear, says the Lord of hosts. Then all nations will call you blessed for you will be a land of delight, says the Lord of hosts. He promises to bless them if, they, if they'll just open their eyes and, and, and do it right. But they won't. You know, the scripture says the just shall live by faith. And conversely, the unjust will have no faith. Yeah, will have no faith. They'll trust in themselves. They will, they will uh, invariably say, God, I don't need you. I can do it myself. Have you heard that? <coughs> Have you heard it? You, you, just listen to the news. <laughs> uh, you know, it isn't interesting that, that the evening news is like a commentary on the Scripture, especially the Old Testament. Uh, and, and, and people are, are doing that all the time. And, and, they're, and, and they are claiming to be more righteous than God. Claiming that, uh, that there's a moral truth that exceeds a literal truth. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? Um, in in um, in Isaiah uh, chapter number seven, we find Isaiah comes to King Ahaz, and 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 Isaiah says to Ahaz, "You know, God has delivered Israel once, and He's going to do it again." And and Ahaz says, "Oh," and and and. And, and Isaiah says, just, just ask the Lord a sign. And, and Ahaz, in his self-righteous denial, says, oh my, uh, no, I'd never do that. I would never put the Lord to the test. What he was saying was, I've already made up my mind. I've already made an alliance. I've already got this. I don't need God. I don't need God. And, and it's happened again and again and again. Uh, the same thing happened when Jesus revealed his plan to the people of the first century. They rejected his plan of salvation. And, and so it is here with Malachi. They have rejected him. And, and their bad attitude has ruined their deliverance. Their bad attitude. They, they pointed the finger of blame. Uh, and, uh, and, and the finger of blame was pointed toward God. So what did their bad attitude do to them? Uh, they, they believed a lie, didn't they? They believed a lie. And they lost their faith. And, and they no longer feared God. Has that happened at other times? Can you remember other times in the scriptures where that kind of a thing happened? The heels are turning. People are thinking. How about... Uh,
How about 2 Peter chapter 3? Let's turn there. 2 Peter chapter 3. This is almost a parallel passage. Centuries separated, but almost a parallel passage to this this chapter in Malachi. Chapter 3 of 2 Peter, verse 1. This is now the second letter that I'm writing to you, beloved. In both of them, I am stirring up your sincere mind by a way of reminder that you should remember the predictions of the holy prophets and the commandment of the Lord and Savior through your apostles. Knowing this, first of all, that scoffers will come in the last days with scoffing. Following their own sinful desires, they will say, where is the promise of his coming? For ever since the fathers fell asleep, all things are continuing as they were from the beginning of creation. For they deliberately overlooked this fact that the heavens existed long ago and the earth was formed out of water and through water by the word of God, so that by means of these, the world that then existed was deluged with water and perished. But by the same word, the heavens and the earth that now exist are stored up for fire being kept until the day of judgment and destruction of the ungodly. But do not overlook this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years and a thousand years is one day. The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient towards you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. Um, we recently visited the ark, uh, and uh, I'm 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 always taken by uh, that section that talks about uh, the the storybook presentations of the ark, the children's stories. Um, I I'd never thought of it before, never thought of the fact that uh, that all of these uh, nice uh, fun uh, little boats with the animals in them uh, was really making a fantasy of of what happened on the ark. You know, all these little animals are smiling; they're happy. There's no judgment in any of that. You know, the 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 actual uh, the, the actual event was not one one of laughter and joy and happiness. The actual event was that eight people out of the whole world were saved because eight people out of the whole world were counted righteous before God. And and how how we have we have made it a a, a mockery and how the animals are always too big for the ark and and uh, you know and, and and they point out all of the the 
the uh, the ways that that this makes that this makes God's word looks like uh, look like a, a a fairy tale, looks like a cartoon. You know, people have been denying the uh, the fact that God is God for a long, long time, for a long, long time, and and. Um, I'd just like to to stop just for a moment and begin to think about how we see these people. Uh, you see, um, James or, or, or Peter tells us um, that that the attitudes are from unbelief. This attitude of where is the promise of his coming? It, it doesn't come. It doesn't come from people searching the scriptures and, and watching the eastern sky and saying, oh, is he coming today? Is he coming today? No, no. The scoffers are, are coming from a position of disbelief. Uh, that's what evolution's about. Evolution... Uh, the, the man didn't begin to, uh, to study science and come up with this idea because he was searching. No, he came up with the idea because he wanted an alternative. Darwin came up with an alternative to creation. Okay? And these scoffers who say, where is, the, where is his coming? They're, they're not coming at it from, from a, a, a looking point of view. They're coming at it from a point of view of saying, it ain't going to happen. And here's why. But their unbelief is rooted, as Peter says, first of all, in their sinful desires, in their arrogance. They are deliberately inaccurate. They're ignorant. They're denying God's power. They're omitting facts. They're doubting God's faithfulness. They're rejecting God's love. It's selfishness, and it's self-destructive. What's wrong with their thinking? Well, what's wrong with their thinking is it's all worldly values. They're, they're, they're wrapped up in their stuff. They're observing with man's criteria, a timeline, a reasoning from worldly values. But now I want to stop and just say, how do we feel about those folks? How do we feel about those folks that have no faith? God says, I love you. And they say, really? And people are still saying that, aren't they? I was, I was a, really surprised. We were in Nicaragua, and, and we, were, we were training uh, people uh, in intervention skills, how to intervene in crises. And uh, 
one, the, about the third time through, uh, the third group that we taught, we were teaching seasoned pastors who were, who were in a master's level program, uh, and, and, uh, and, and they invited uh, uh, Karen and I to be the guest speakers uh, and, and to teach them for a day, or no, about three days, uh, on these intervention skills. We, we began to illustrate uh, and, and, and we used a, a scenario and we had, we had three fictitious characters. We had Maria, who was a sweet teenage girl, a member of their church. We had Aunt Virginia, and, and Aunt Virginia was, was a, 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 an older lady in the church who was, who was just, the, you know, the kind of a gal that, that was, was always there and helpful and, and, and teaching and doing all kinds of neat things. And then there was Roberto. <coughs> and, and Roberto was a young man uh, from, from a, a, a neighboring country uh, who was involved in an MS-13 gang, okay? And, uh, and so we set up this scenario, and it was really funny because I, I was intentionally trying to shake up their day. Uh, it was, it was uh, uh, Aunt Virginia who was suicidal, <laughs> and, uh, uh, and Roberto, uh, I portrayed him as a guy that just got caught up in this gang. He really, uh, he, he was just looking for a job, and, and they offered him work, and then he just, he just gets caught up in it. But the thing that was so funny was their attitude toward Roberto. How do you think they felt about Roberto? You think they were feeling sorry for him? Not a chance. They wanted to kill him. They just wanted him out of there. You know, the, 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 whole, uh, the whole move was to envelop Maria and envelop uh, Aunt Virginia and, and to send Roberto on his way. They had no time for him. They weren't trying to, to witness to him. They didn't want to pray for him. They didn't want to get him saved. <laughs> they just want rid of him. Well, because he wasn't part of them, because he was a threat. He wasn't part of their country. He was an outsider. You know. Sometimes I think that's probably the way the church looks. Oh, we don't say so. We don't say so. But do we open the doors? Do we go out and invite them in? We have. I remember one gentleman that that you encountered, uh, Tom, at uh, uh, Denny's, uh, and and praise God, he was welcome. He was welcome, you know. But by and large, I think the church. Uh, we 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 want to see the church as an ark. <laughs> we get them in, and, and and in the safety of the ark, and here we are, and we want to keep everybody safe right inside the ark, you know. Um, you see, 
when we when we look at the at the latter part of of the text when when we we look to see that that these people uh, who were scoffers who were who were pointing the finger at God there there, there came a time when when some of the people stood up and said oh, wait a minute Malachi's right Malachi's right and and they began to talk with one another and 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 they they did they repented they turned around and when they did that god s- says i'm going to write your names in a book and then and then it goes on to talk about the people who do not have faith and their plight Sometimes I amaze myself. Coming home from work today, I was driving down Byesville Road, and I picked up a hemorrhoid. It's one of those guys that gets on your bumper. Okay? And he just rode my bumper all the way, 50 mile an hour down the, past the new library, you know. And, oh, then I did. Yes. And so I slowed down, and, and when I turned left onto uh, East Wheeling Avenue, uh, he tried to pass me on the right real quick, but I didn't let him. <laughs> and then I did about 33 mile an hour up till we turned right. And then when we turned right, it was 25 mile an hour, and I made sure that I got about 24 mile an hour, or 23. I know the guy was seething. And now I gotta talk about bad attitudes. I'll tell you. I wouldn't be surprised if that guy was an angel. <laughs> you know, he just had to, had to be there. But how do we really feel about people when they're in our face, when they're obstinate, when they're shaking their fist at God, when they're saying, okay, God, just strike me dead if you're God. Just go ahead right here, right now. And, of course, God doesn't do that. Not yet. But in the text, it says he's going to. Hell is forever. Forever. And I'm thinking, I got a cross on the back of my Jeep. My wife tells me I ought to take it off. <laughs> At least I don't have a bumper sticker that says Flyville Assembly of God on it. <laughs> but how do we really feel? 
How, and, and to find out how we really feel, we have to look at how we really behave. I think the Lord wants to wake us up sometimes. I think he wants to, to speak to our hearts and, and, and understand that even though these people seven times, seven times had in God's face denied, no, no, we haven't done anything wrong. We haven't done anything wrong, they said. In John chapter 1 and verse 12, it tells us that Jesus came to his own and his own received him not. His own. But as many as received him, to them gave he the power to become the children of God, even to them who believe on his name. He comes to his own, and, and then uh, when they rejected him, he redefines his own, his children. That, that process is not about our righteousness, folks. It's not about our good driving habits. It's about believing. Believing. The just shall live by faith. And, 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 and I, as I studied this, I thought, that's, that's exactly the message that the Lord wants to bring to us. As we study Malachi, we're talking about, we're, we're talking about, what the backslider says. The backslider says. Says me? No, no, I don't have a bad attitude. Not me. And and you know, I, <laughs> folks, I have I have encountered a lot of backsliders in my life. As a chaplain in the army, uh, you know, you, 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 you find a lot of them. Uh, people who are running from God. And, and you know, I, I know you encounter them, people who are running from God. And, and uh, if we don't watch, our attitude is, is an attitude that, that says, uh, how dare you, and condemning. And yet, the Lord never changes his stance. He says, I love you. I love you. I want you. I want you to return. What are your thoughts?
us. Absolutely, absolutely. And I want <clears throat> to just remind you of something, that backsliding doesn't happen all of a sudden. <clears throat> it's not one minute they're uh, serving the Lord, and, and the next moment uh, they, have, they have dropped through a manhole, you know, and they're, and, and they're out of there. That's not how it happens. It happens a little bit at a time. A little bit at a time. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. <laughs> Me? That's right. craziness, isn't it? And, and yet people really believe that. They really believe they can do that. They, because it, it is crazy, but they do it. They do it. Go for it, Uncle Arthur. That's a great lead-in to what I want to say next. Yes, sir.
mantra. It doesn't make the sin any less. But because the, the, the sin of homosexuality and adultery and all these, are, they're sins, you know. So, so we don't whitewash the sin, but we certainly don't hate the sinner. We certainly, and, and we don't persecute the sinner. And, and, and that leads into, I, I want you uh, to be aware when you're sitting in your pew on Sunday morning, There may be some blank places beside you, over here, over there. There, there may be some places where someone you know used to sit. And, and I want you to ask the Lord, Lord, is there something I can do? Do I really care about this person? And like I said, backsliding doesn't happen all of a sudden. It happens a little bit at a time. In your pew, when you see that empty spot, ask the Lord, what can I do? What can I do to make a difference in that person's life? Will you, will you give me opportunity, Lord? It's, it's kind of like opening your, your appointment book and saying, Lord, here it is. Here's my appointment book. <laughs> Make an appointment for me. Make an appointment. You know, if you'll do that, I can promise you he will. He will. He'll bring that person across your path. He'll open a door for you to, to encounter them and to encourage them. Oh, no, no, no. Preach it, brother.
Yes, I, I think you're exactly right. Yes, sir. Now you're meddling. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Absolutely, absolutely. exciting that's exciting yes 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 cool uh, when when I was in in Vietnam I was I, I became a Christian in Fort Gordon and and I, I went to Vietnam and I backslid and uh, I was in a chow line and a fellow was had his his little uh, cards his scripture memory cards out it's called a topical memory system and he was reviewing his and and of course I I've never been one to keep my mouth shut, and, and 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 I says to him I used to do that but I got wise I don't do that anymore. And that guy hounded me for the rest of my time. And and you know what I would never let him. I would never let him catch me. I'd see him coming in one door and I'd go out the other. I outran him week after week. The guy, I'm sure he never knows that he made a difference in my life because God used him to keep after me. Wow. We don't have a clue. And, and he just wants to use us, folks. And, 
And sometimes we look in the mirror and we say, me? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just not a people person. And yet, sometimes God speaks to me. Sometimes he says, go do this. And, and uh, I'm learning to listen. I'm a slow learner. <laughs> it takes a while for me, but I'm learning to listen because they're divine appointments. So my challenge to you is it's, 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 not, a, it's not a difficult thing for us to do. Uh, all we have to do is be available to the Lord Jesus Christ. Just to be available to allow him to, uh, to send us. And, and there are people that uh, will reject you. And they'll run from you. And, and, and they, they may even, uh, you know, rebuke you. But if you're in doing God's bidding, that's okay. They did that to him, you know. And 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 I just I just want to encourage you, you know, uh, visiting people who who are absent uh, is 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 a bigger job than one person. <laughs> it's all of us to keep tabs on folks and to keep an eye on them and to let them know and to allow the Holy Spirit to guide and direct our path. Anyone else? Those people that got together and said, you know what, we're going we're gonna to serve the Lord. He, he says, I'll remember you when I make up my jewels. Isn't that cool? Isn't that cool? Our reward isn't just here, folks. Our reward is forever and ever. And, and I just can't think of anything more wonderful than my Lord saying, well done, good and faithful servant.